Managers are meeting at home plate as the Boomers take on Southern Illinois. Right-hander Ryan Middendorf starting for Schaumburg against Zach Westcott, a righty for Southern Illinois as well. First meeting of the season between these two teams. Boomers trying to win three in a row for the first time this season, coming off of a series win last night against the Windy City Thunderbolts. Turning our attention to tonight, Ryan Middendorf on the hill for the Boomers, and here is the lineup for Southern Illinois. Carson Bartels is the leadoff man. He starts at second base and a local product. Batting second at shortstop, Yeltsin Gudinho. Luke Mangieri is the first baseman. Mangieri hits third. Ian Walters is at third base. Walters in the cleanup spot. Jared Mang, the left fielder, to bat fifth. Nolan Early in right field. Early batting sixth. Marshall Rich catching, hitting seventh. Ryan Stacy, designated hitter, batting eighth, and Anthony Brocato in center field, hitting ninth. On the flip side, here's the lineup for the Boomers. Brett Malazzo leads off in center field. Matt McGarry at shortstop, batting second. Chase Dawson, the left fielder, hitting third. Quincy Niporti is the designated hitter. He's in the cleanup spot. Angelo Gums at second base, batting fifth. Nick Ames, first baseman, hits sixth. Luke Becker at third base, batting seventh. Nick Odo catching hitting eighth, and Clint Hardy, the right fielder, bats ninth. Those are the lineups for both teams tonight. Southern Illinois will send Zach Westcott to the mound. Westcott makes his fifth start. 2-0 record, 4.39 ERA. Ryan Middendorf is on the flip side for the Boomers. His fourth outing, he is 1-1 with a 3.57 ERA. So that's the pitching matchup and the lineups for the contest as the Boomers and Southern Illinois Miners meet for the first time. Ryan Middendorf on the hill for the Schaumburg Boomers. First round pick at the 2021 Frontier League Draft, which occurs after the Frontier League tryout camp, which is over two days. It was hosted by the Lake Erie Crushers this year, which is not too far from where Middendorf played his college baseball. That was Lake Erie College. Middendorf starting for the fourth time, a 1-1 one one record at a 3.57 earned run average. He has worked 17 and two-thirds innings, during which the righty has allowed 21 hits with five walks and 11 strikeouts. Opposition batting 292 against the big right-hander Mittendorf at six foot six on the hill and a true rookie from Westchester, Ohio. To meet the defense behind him, Chase Dawson is in left, Brett Malazzo in center, Clint Hardy the right fielder for Schaumburg. Luke Becker at third, Matt McGarry the shortstop, Angelo Gums at second, Nick Ames at first, and Nick Odo behind the plate. The Boomers and the Southern Illinois Miners meeting for the first of 12 times this evening. As Nick Odo throws the ball down to second base, I say tick-tock, my friends. It's Boomer time. From the echoes of the Elgin O'Hare Expressway, Atop Wintrust Field in Schaumburg, Illinois, I'm Tim Calderwood. So glad you're along. As the Boomers open this three-game series against Southern Illinois. Making his way to the plate to start the ball game is Carson Bartels, a local product, and the first pitch from Ryan Middendorf is outside ball one. We are underway at 6.33 tonight. C.J. Sounder is alongside as well. He'll join the broadcast here in a bit. 
The 1-0 pitch to Bartels, up and away. Two balls, no strikes. Now, there's a lot of local connections to Bartels. Why is that? Well, the leadoff man for the Miners is from Westchester. He attended St. John's University as a true rookie for Southern Illinois. Here comes the 2-0 for Middendorf. Over the outside corner, 2-1. He also attended Nazareth Academy, home of our public address announcer, Brendan Green. And our fine groundskeeper, Mike Telusti and company. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Bartels. Outside ball three. In fact, Bartels was a member of the grounds crew with Mike Telusti. Fifth game for Bartels with Southern Illinois. He is 4 of 11 to start the year. 364. No homers, no RBIs. 3-1 to the plate. Bounce to third. Charging his Becker, flips over the glove, double pumps in front of third, throw to first is close, but it is in time for the out. Bartels is retired. One away here in the top half of the first, our first inning, brought to you by Raising Canes tonight. So glad you're along. Yeltsin Gudinho steps in. Gudinho in his 14th game with Southern Illinois, hitting a buck 89. No home runs and three driven in. Southern Illinois is locked in the West Division, and that's going to be a whale of a race this year. First pitch to him is down low, ball one. 90s nights here at Wintrust Field, kicking off his six-game homestand. Fireworks after the game. The video board graphics are 90s themed. Here's the 1-0 to Gudinho. Over the inside corner, strike one from Ryan Middendorf. We've got some good news to report on the transaction front. Schomburg made a couple of moves today. They added a backup catcher in Alberto Schmidt. The 1-1 to the plate, line to left. Right at Chase Dawson, one step to his right. Gobbles out number two. Two up and two down here in this first inning for Middendorf. If you'd like to join the broadcast, you can do so through email, tcalderwood at boomersbaseball.com. That's T-C-A-L-D-E-R-W-O-O-D at boomersbaseball.com. And if you're on Twitter, it's at TC Popcorn. We'd love to hear from you. Luke Mangieri steps in with two outs in this scoreless first inning. Boomers back home for the first time since Billy Strings was here last weekend. First pitch into the air, left side out of play, 0-1. Man Jerry hitting 306, four homers and 12 driven in. He leads Southern Illinois in both of those departments. Left-handed hitter against the righty Middendorf. You may notice a little bit of uh, the field. It's undergone some maintenance. Here's the 0-1. Down low, a ball and a strike. And as you can understand, a, a concert brings in a big stage. Their vehicles oftentimes end up on the grass. The infield was covered with uh, plastic. So there was a lot of work that was done. One one pitch to Mangieri. Busted bat looped into short center, backing up McGarry. Cromhop to make the catch and retire the side. It's a perfect first for Ryan Middendorf. We play the half in Schaumburg, no score. This is Schaumburg Boomers Baseball. Zach Westcott, the starting pitcher for Southern Illinois. Westcott on for the sixth time. He's making his fifth start. 2-0 record, 4.39 ERA. 
The right-hander has thrown 26 and two-thirds innings on the year, allowing 27 hits, five walks, and 16 strikeouts. Opposition batting 270 against the right-hander Westcott. A Weston, Florida native who is a veteran in the Frontier League. He did play last year in the Battle of the Bourbon Trail for the Lexington Legends. That was a combo pop-up league hosted by both Florence and Lexington. Brett Malazzo steps in to begin the contest, and boy has he been hot of late. Hit his first career professional home run last night. It gave Schaumburg the lead in the eighth inning. Seventh start of the year for Malazzo. He's hitting 333. A homer and two knocked in. As he faces Westcott, who steps off behind the hill and bangs his spikes. Big opening in left center for Malazzo to begin the game. First pitch from Westcott over the outside corner, strike one. Jared Mang in left field, Anthony Brocato in center, Nolan Early, the right fielder for Southern Illinois. The 0-1 to Malazzo, hot shot up the middle into center field. Stay hot, son. Leadoff single for Brett Malazzo. And for every single this year, it's a craft single for charity, brought to you by Craft Singles. Craft Singles will donate to Rise Against Hunger. That is the first single tonight. Total is up to $650 for the year. On top of that, my friends, it's the first hit of the game for the Boomers, presented by Algram and Sons Funeral Information Services. No score, bottom of the first, our first inning, brought to you by Raising Canes. Matt McGarry steps in. He homered last night for Schaumburg. First pitch to him. Over the inside corner, strike one. The 0-1, lined deep down the line and left. Will it stay fair? It does. Bouncing up against the wall. Brett Malazzo is going to be sent around third. Here comes the relay. It's not in time. And two batters into the contest. It is a 1-0 lead for the Boomers on Matt McGarry's fifth double of the season. Driving home his fifth run of the year as Malazzo scores from first on the play. One thing Jamie Bennett has told me is that uh, he's not afraid to send runners from third base. When you have the speed of Brett Malazzo at the top of the lineup, understandably so. Jamie Bennett, the ninth-year manager, coaches at third. It's Bill Frado across the diamond over at first. Big crowd tonight here at Wintrust Field. And in this first inning, brought to you by Raising Cane, Schaumburg already in front, one nothing, two batters into the game. Here's Chase Dawson. First pitch, bounce to the right side. It's productive. Mangieri feeds Westcott. Dawson moves the runner to third with one away. Quincy knee 40 to the plate.
Well, what a start Nee 40 is off to. His name is all over the Frontier League leaderboard. Southern Illinois is going to bring the infield in in the first inning with only one out. Mike Pinto, the only manager in Southern Illinois history, sensing some early importance here. First pitch to Niporti over the outside corner, strike one. What do they say, CJ? Infield in adds 100 points to an average? Easily. Yeah, well, Niporti is batting 362. Well, then that's basically a 50-50 shot. Owen won the count on the Schaumburg DH. Westcott throws. In the air, right side, foul ground, chasing his man Jerry towards the bullpen. And no chance there as it's onto the grass. 0-2 on Niporti. Niporti's also tied for fifth in the league with 18 RBIs. Along with Chase Dawson, who recorded an out moments ago. Already a 1-0 lead for Schaumburg and an RBI double for Matt McGarry. McGarry is at third, 0-2 on Niporti. Infield in for Southern Illinois. The pitch. Strike three called at the knees. Niporti shakes his head. He disagrees with our home plate umpire, Shane Cannon. And there are two outs here in the first inning. Shane Cannon behind the plate. Keith Rogowski at first, and Kevin Furman over at third. The umpires as assigned by the Frontier League tonight. Angelo Gums to the plate. First pitch to him on the ground, left side. Ranging left, Ian Walters picks it up, throws across, and the side is retired. Boomers leave a runner at third, but they do take the lead. Two batters into the game and an RBI double from Matt McGarry. 1-0, Schaumburg in front. This is Boomers Baseball. Schaumburg in front by the score of 1-0. Matt McGarry doubling in Brett Malazzo in the bottom half of the first. Time for our second inning. Ryan Middendorf sat down Southern Illinois in order in the first. Ian Walters leads off the second. 356, no homers, 10 driven in. Middendorf starts him off with a fastball over the outside corner, strike one. The 0-1 to the plate, over the outside corner again, nothing in two. Told you there was some big roster news today. Aaron Rosick had his contract purchased by the Minnesota Twins after his start last night. Good luck to you, my friend. The 0-2 to Walters. Check swing, rolled over towards the on-deck circle. In the third inning, we'll hear from Jamie Bennett with his thoughts on Aaron Rozek. How he was able to earn his way into the affiliated ranks for the first time. First Boomers player to join a major league organization this year. Here's the 0-2 to Walters. Bounce foul at the plate. Half hour earlier tomorrow, 6 o'clock start. It is 
Looney Tunes night. It's going to be a fun one. The Boomers will be dressed in the Bugs Bunny jerseys. Southern Illinois will be rocking Elmer Fudd jerseys. Owen to the count. Middendorf throws. Off the plate away. One ball, two strikes on Walters, the Southern Illinois third baseman. Southern Illinois has been banged up early. They were in the cellar in the West Division. They've started to play some better baseball. Just won a series at Lake Erie. Here comes the 1-2 from Middendorf. Breaker yanked foul first base side. A familiar face will start for the Miners on Sunday. Gunnar Kynes, who was one of the best pitchers in Schaumburg Boomers history. Saw him exchanging pleasantries with a lot of uh, Boomers before the contest. Haven't had a chance to say hello to him. I'll do that tomorrow. One and two the count. The pitch to the plate. Comebacker towards the hill. Middendorf off on the first base side. Handles easily and flings it over. One away. Jared Mang steps in. Yeah, Southern Illinois is in the same division as Gateway, Florence, and Evansville. That is a loaded division, and only one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. This year, the way it is structured, just the division winners. Don't know if it's going to stay that way moving forward. We'll have to see. First pitch fastball is inside to Jared Mang, ball one. Mang at 260, no homers in an RBI. I say not 100% sure because the biggest thing is we're just happy to have baseball this year. Here's the 1-0. Breaker, bounce to third, charging his Becker. Waist high has it. Tosses over to first in time. Two up and two down. Time for an injury report. Brought to you by Salvi Shostak and Pritchard PC here in the second inning. Now the good news is for the Boomers, they're getting healthy. Brett Malazzo was back in the starting lineup yesterday after suffering an injury at the tail end of batting practice on the last homestand. He's obviously starting in center field tonight. Not an injury, but Aaron Rosick signed away by the Twins, leaves an opening in the pitching staff, specifically a starter. Nolan Early, the batter, first pitch inside corner strike one. Nick Ames is back healthy, and he's starting to swing. Just a lot of minor things kind of piling up right now for Schaumburg, and they're finally starting to get in position to get over those humps. The old one pitch is down low. And again, the thought process is some of those minor bumps and bruises were a result of the fact that there was no baseball for most of these players a year ago. Here comes the 1-1 to Early. Down and in, ball two. Nolan Early at 236. Two homers, 10 driven in. Boomers do still have two players on the 14-day injured list, Anthony Guardado and Dylan Stutzman. Here comes the 2-1 to the plate. A rocket into right center field. That's going to fall and roll into the gap. Early around first, thinking two. He's going to try. Malazzo up. Throw is late. 
A two out double for Nolan early and the tying run is in scoring position as the Boomers hold a one nothing lead here in the second. For Southern Illinois, well, their injured story is very similar to the Boomers, except they've lost a lot more key members to their team. They are without former Schaumburg All-Star Craig Massey right now. He should be back in the next week or so. Massey on the coaching staff right now as he works his way back. First pitch to Marcel Rich, locates inside corner, strike one. This is your Salvi Shostak and Pritchard PC injury report. In the second inning with two away as the Boomers lead one to nothing. Jared Watkins is on the 14-day injured list for Southern Illinois. Middendorf looks back to second. And the 0-1 to the plate downstairs. One ball and one strike to count. Miners had some big news this week when their newest body threw a no-hitter, Michael Austin, who was traded from Washington to Southern Illinois, no-hit Lake Erie in game two of a doubleheader on Tuesday. Here's the 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss at a fastball. One and two the count. Middendorf upright on the hill. Gianfranco Wawu is also on the injured list for Southern Illinois. And again, they're supposed to be getting healthy as the week progresses. Here's the one-two. Check swing. Did he go? Yes, indeed. Strike three. A Raising Cane strikeout for charity. A Raising Cane strikeout brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. After every boomer strikeout, Raising Cane's donates to the Anderson Humane Society. That is the first one tonight. And that means $460 donated on the year. Inning and a half complete. Schaumburg in front, one nothing. This is Boomers baseball. Big crowd tonight at Wintrust Field as the Boomers kick off a six-game homestand. Fireworks after the game. It's 90s night. I wore the Pearl Jam shirt today. Jamie Bennett appreciated it. He and I are big Pearl Jam fans. Nick Ames leads off. First pitch over the outside corner. Strike one to the left-handed hitter. Ames at 167. Two homers and four knocked in. Facing the righty, Zach Westcott to begin the second, the 0-1. A swing and a miss, strike two. Yeah, Pearl Jam's still around, though, but they kind of came out in the 90s. This is a Stickman shirt, the 0-2, high and away, one ball and two strikes. Stickman was like their unofficial mascot from the album 10, which came out early in the 90s when Pearl Jam arrived on the scene. Here's the 1-2 to Ames. Down and in, two balls, two strikes. Got any big 90s bands you like, CJ? Green Day. Okay. They're still around, too. First ever, I don't know if I wouldn't call them, they're definitely not a 90s band, but the first concert I saw was Steve Miller Band. Those, some of their songs carried over. The 2-2. Two -two. High and away to Ames, full count. What you're saying is, when I come around, I might appreciate the Steve Miller Band? That was, that was tying both of your references together. I, I believe so. Okay, yeah. 3 2 pitch up and outside, ball four. A leadoff walk to Ames. Leadoff man on for the second consecutive inning. Honestly, I'd forgotten about Green Day. That was maybe the first album that I ever purchased. It was one that just stuck around and one that stuck around baseball. 
when September ends. That was from the 2000s, I think. That I think that song did, yeah. yeah. Luke Becker bats left-handed against the righty Westcott. First pitch to him over the outside corner, strike one. Becker at 3.06, couple homers, 11 knocked in. Boomers with a 1-0 lead here in inning number two. I was a big 90s grunge fan, hence the uh, Pearl Jam shirt. The 0-1 to the plate. Inside corner, strike two to Becker. I tried to uh, style my hair as 90s-ish as I could, which was kind of going to go for the skater look. Parted down the middle, split each way, but uh, my hair's not long enough. I pulled it off as best I could. 0-2 pitch, way upstairs. Ball one to Becker. Luke Becker with a long on-base streak still going. The 14, third longest this season. Has posted a hit in six straight games. His time is called. Southern Illinois always draws a crowd. You see their manager, Mike Pinto, is from Schaumburg. Here's the 1-2. Swung on and missed, strike three. Westcott stayed away from Becker as he notches strikeout number two. Ames still at first. Boomers with a 1-0 lead as Nick Odo steps in. Always enjoy talking to Mike Pinto. Didn't have a chance to say hello to him before the ball game as well today. Uh, so I mentioned the signing of Aaron Rosick to the twin system. He's heading down to Florida. That uh, occupied a lot of time, even though I knew it was coming yesterday. So I had to go through, write everything, get it out. First pitch to Odo is swinging a miss, strike one. 137, a homer seven driven in for Odo. He started all three games of that Windy City series. Boomers did add a backup catcher today in Alberto Schmidt. He took the roster spot once held by Aaron Rosek. Here comes the 0-1. Lifted into the air, left side, out of play. Some youngsters who performed before the ball game on a dance team, ducking out of the way. And a mom grabbed it, shows it off, and hands it to the youngsters. Have you ever caught a foul ball, CJ? I have. At Old County Stadium was the first time I ever got a ball. Went to a date game with my grandpa against the Twins. 0-2 pitch, a wave and a miss, strike three. Back-to-back -back strikeouts from Westcott after the leadoff walk to Ames. Boomers still leading one to nothing with Clint Hardy stepping in. Big tip of the cap to the Hardy family, who delivered some barbecue sauce to myself and a few others and the Schaumburg crew. I was talking to Clint about it before the game. This stuff is amazing. They gave me some in 2019, and I was begging for some more to start this year. First pitch to Hardy. On the ground into the hole left side. Swallowed up by Walters. He's going the short way to second where Bartels covers. And that'll do it for Schaumburg in the second. Boomers leading one to nothing tonight, heading to the third. First of three between Schaumburg and Southern Illinois. On 90s nights, I was talking about uh, this barbecue sauce, and CJ and I were mentioning between innings, I showed it to him, and we were talking about 90s bands last inning. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. 
still good. They're still around too. See, a lot of those '90s bands, either they never went away or they kind of revitalized themselves again recently, recognizing that those who loved them in the '90s, uh, like myself, are now of an older age where it's our turn to actually spend money on those bands and make them even more money than they had during their younger days. Ryan Stacy will lead off the third against Ryan Middendorf. Boomer's leading one nothing. First pitch yanked foul up the first baseline. 0-1. Stacy at 185. No homers, five driven in. I mean Nirvana, obviously. The 0-1 to the plates. Over the inside corner, a lot of movement on that one. Strike two. I'm a big listener of Lithium on Sirius XM, which is 90s rock and alternative. They did uh, best songs of the 90s. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Runner in. Another strikeout from Middendorf. He's punched out back-to-back -back hitters. And that's a Raising Cane strikeout for charity. Raising Cane's donating to the Anderson Humane Society. $10 donated tonight. I believe Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana was the number one song of the 90s is what I'm getting at with that. It was up there for sure. Anthony Brocato at the plate. First pitch on the ground is short. McGarry one step right. Plenty of time on to first. Two up and two down rather easily for Ryan Middendorf here in the third as Schaumburg holds a one nothing lead. Back to the top of the order for Carson Bartels. A lot of noise was made on the... Uh, Nazareth social media about him coming. Brendan said he's got all kinds of info. I said, all right, hit me up. Brendan said he met him when he was a nine-year-old Westchester kid. Nazareth graduate of 2016, quarterback of their state championship team. First pitch to Bartels downstairs, ball one. Bartels in his fifth game, grounded to third, leading off the ball game. Much of Nazareth Academy is here tonight. Brendan, I'm sure, had a lot to do with that. Here's the 1-0. Into the air, right side, out of play. We are in the top half of the third inning. Boomers did make another roster move today as well. Willie Garcia was traded to Tri-City out in New York. Had some connections out that way. Opens up a lot of at-bats in the lineup. The 1-1. Swing and a miss. Completely fooled with that flinger. It's basically the best way to describe it. It looked like it was flung to the plate. Softer. So we, best, we wish Willie the best. Saw him exchanging pleasantries with his teammates before he left. The 1-2 two, two, the was down and away. Two balls and two strikes. It was a very strong personality, I would say. By strong, I mean very energetic personality. He was a guy who had a smile on his face all the time. I was trying to, I, I wanted to say like enigmatic, but I don't know if that's the right, I don't, does that even make any sense? I, I don't even know what that means. If you have a, your thesaurus with you. Here's the 2-2, two, two, a cue shot foul, yeah. Basically, he liked being around the game. I know a lot of the players learned a ton from him in the time he was here. Chase Dawson was talking about that yesterday. And uh, I enjoyed talking with him. The first former big leaguer to suit up for the Boomers. 
Two and two the count as Middendorf throws. Down low, full count on Carson Bartels with two outs in the third. And Schaumburg leading one to nothing. Well liked in the clubhouse, Willie Garcia. That's why it was a very bittersweet goodbye today, the 3-2. Looping liner into center field. Bartels just stuck his bat out, covered the plate, and willed a two-out single into center. That is his fifth hit as a pro. As Yeltsin Gudino steps in. So the Boomers saying so long to Aaron Rozek as he went to the Twins organization. Wishing Willie Garcia the best. Gonna miss that smile around the batting cage hearing some of those stories. Yeltsin Gudino steps in, first pitch over the inside corner, strike one. Gudino lined us left in the first inning. A returner to Southern Illinois, he's out of Venezuela. Six foot, 185 pounds. One ball and one strike to count now on Gudino. And then the addition of Alberto Schmidt. So the roster is actually right now at 23. There is an open spot. And you know Jamie Bennett needs to find a pitcher. Someone's got to hold down that fort when Aaron Rosick was supposed to throw. Quick throw to first from Middendorf. The way the rotation is lined up, Rosick's next start would have come on Wednesday here at home against Windy City. 1-1 pitch. Off the hands in the air to center. Brett Malazzo easing to his left and putting it away. Side is retired here in the third. Boomers continue to lead this game one to nothing. This is Schaumburg Boomers baseball. Brett Malazzo leads off the bottom half of the third for Schaumburg, showing bunts, pulling back, and taking up. 1-0. Uh, did you know that the Boomers have two alumni at uh, pretty high levels in major league organizations? Jake Cousins is in AAA with the Brewers. The 1-0 to Malazzo. Yanks foul first base side. Malazzo single to lead off the ball game and scored on the double from Matt McGarry, who is on deck. It's the top three in the lineup for the Boomers here in the third. Malazzo, McGarry, and Dawson. Cousins actually pitched in big league spring training for a significant period of time this spring before he was designated to the minor league camp. The 1-1, lined to right, but it's directly at Early who will reach up and make the grab. One away. And then Garrett Kelly was just recently promoted to double-A Tennessee in the Cubs organization. So the Boomers have yet to have one of their players make it to the big leagues. I think a lot of us are hoping that this is the year, particularly with the fact that Jake Cousins is in triple-A and was in big league camp. He's throwing pretty well in triple-A from what I've seen, too. The, the thing, though, is Cousins is not on the 40-man roster yet. Here's Matt McGarry, first pitch from Westcott over the inside corner, strike one. McGarry doubled home Brett Malazzo in the first. It's the only run on the board as the Boomers hold a 1-0 lead tonight. Here comes the 0-1 pitch over the outside corner. Nothing in two the count on McGarry. we got to take you around what happened around the Frontier League yesterday. We'll do that in a smidge. 0-2 to the plate. 
Breaking ball, cue shot foul as McGarry just stays alive. On top of that, we also have for you the baseball term of the day today. CJ chose that one. And then uh, we'll open up a pack of baseball cards. In front of me, I've got Fleer 1990. They're ugly, trust me. <laughs> you know, too, into the screen right side. But I think you can say that just about with any card from the 90s. Certainly not as flashy as today's baseball cards. And, uh, of course, we'll track all the other action around the Frontier League as well. Here it's the Boomers with a 1-0 lead in the bottom of the third. The 0-2 pitch just outside off the plate. So I was trying to think about 90s pop, and I was more into the 90s rock, hence the grunge look. The 1-2 pitch fouled back. I mean, there was Saved by the Bell pop culture in the 90s. Mr. Belding was here a couple of years ago for Educator's Appreciation Night, which... By the way, Education Appreciation Night's coming up on Tuesday here at Wintrust Field. 1-2 to McGarry. Looper into right center field, falling quickly. That's down for a hit. McGarry stops it first with another. Craft single for charity, brought to you by Craft Singles. Third single of the game for the Boomers. Scratch that second single of the game for the Boomers. And Chase Dawson to the plate. We had game show night a while ago. I know you were talking about uh, 90s game shows from Nickelodeon. In at third is Ian Walters with Chase Dawson at the plate. He skies the first pitch into center, medium depth. Anthony Brocato struts to his right to put it away. And there are two outs in this third inning. So you said Destiny's Child, a.k.a. Beyonce, actually started? Yes, sorry. I was waiting for a response. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> Quincy Neporty to the plate, right-handed hitter. Struck out looking in the first. Runner at first, two outs, and a throw over. From Zach Westcott, the Boomers have been more aggressive on the bases. 25 steals in 30 attempts. First pitch to Neporti is up high, ball one. Neporti, 26 years old. Led the Frontier League in batting average in 2019. First Schaumburg player to do so. Here's the 1-0. Down low. Two balls, no strikes on Neporti. Boomers have the lead. They took the lead. Two batters into the contest. The 2-0. Looped down the left field line. That's going to sit. McGarry takes off around second. He'll reach third. Quincy Neporti deposits a single down the left field line. That's another craft single for charity. Donating a rise against Hunger. First hit for Neporti in the contest. And his on-base streak continues. 
There has been only one game this season which Neforti has played in which he has failed to record a hit. That's the kind of year he has had for Schaumburg so far. The runners at the corners with two outs. Angelo Gums to the plate. I'm really good at 80s pop and 80s bands, but I think pop in the 80s was more popular than rock. The 90s was kind of the decade of rock. Rock. And the start of the R&B. Boys to men. Oh, Angelo Gums attacks the first pitch. Right side out of play, 0-1. And Gums grounded to third in the first inning. To the end of the road. A song that I slow roller skated to many a time in the <laughs> 80s. In the 90s, I should say. There you go. See, we used to have roller skating parties. I don't know if you did that in middle school and high school. A little bit. Okay. I'm not exactly fleet of foot, so for me on wheels does not work out well. <laughs> Here comes the 0-1. Over the outside corner, strike two. You know, my oldest daughter tried to put on her roller skates today and realized that she had outgrown them in a year. Late in the 90s, they became roller blades, right? Not roller skates anymore. You went from four wheels to having four wheels in a line instead of two and two. The 0-2 outside the gums one ball and two strikes i mean neon colors were a thing of the 90s and that i think was the theme that they were going for a little bit tonight with some of the colors that are here at the ballpark one two pitch in the air to right nolan early spots it angles to his left reaches up with the right hand and secures the final out of the third. It's one to nothing still. Schaumburg in front. Back to the production room. Still a one nothing lead for the Schaumburg Boomers. Heading to the fourth inning tonight. Luke Mangieri leads off. He popped a short in his first visit. First pitch from Ryan Middendorf, inside, ball one. 90s night here at Wintrust Field. And uh, CJ, you had a question for me related to the 90s, huh? Name the top 10 artists that had the most number one singles during the 90s. Number one singles. Here's the 1-0. High fly ball, deep down the line and right, but well foul. One and one. Well, is Michael Jackson one of those? Nope. Is Michael Jackson more 80s or more 90s? What do you think? I would have to say more 80s according to this list. I think uh, Scream was in the 90s, though, which is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. For 1-1 one, one to Mangieri. Slides in, ball two. New York Boulders completed a sweep of Sussex County with a 1-0 win yesterday. Only runs scored in the eighth inning. Luke Mangieri out of Peoria, Illinois. 6'3", 215-pound left-handed hitter. The 2-1. Hit high and deep down the line in right, but again he's out in front, and this is foul. So let's go with Pearl Jam, my band, right out of the box. Not on the list. How dare they? I'm just going to start naming this off the 90s rock bands. Well, that that's going to be the problem here. This isn't... Putting them in the rock bands is not the category that was in the top 100 on the Billboard charts. You tell me Nirvana never made the top 100 of the Billboard charts? Not in the 90s. New Jersey Jackals a 3-2 win, scoring the winning run in the 8th yesterday. Man Jerry 
loops the 2-2 over the leaping Angelo Gums and into short right. Leadoff man is on for Southern Illinois as the Boomers hold a 1-0 lead here in fourth. Hmm. You too? Nope. I think you're going to have to give me something to go off of here. I feel bad about this. Well, number two had a very famous Super Bowl moment. Janet Jackson? Number two on the list. Really? Was Britney Spears 90s? Late 90s. First pitch to Ian Walters. Lifted into the air to left. It's deep. Angling to his right, Chase Dawson calls in the first out. Talking to Chase yesterday, he was my guest before the contest, and if you want to go back and listen to that interview, you can. All of our audio broadcasts are archived on Meredith. Along with that, all of our video broadcasts are also archived on Frontier League TV. point I was making is Dawson said he's finally comfortable in the outfield now. Jared Mang at the plate. He grounded a third in his first visit as he takes outside ball one. So that means boy bands. Oh, my wife would be so mad if I didn't mention boy bands from the 90s. NSYNC is not in the top ten list? They are not. I think number one is someone that people love around Christmas. A 1-0 to Mang over the inside corner, strike one. Wow. I am I am stupefied here, my friend. I'm, I'm shocked, actually. With his, you've, you've, for, you've forgotten more music knowledge in your life than I've ever learned. <laughs> Here's the 1-1. Swing and a miss, strike two. Challenging the inside corner. A one two downstairs blocked by Odo. Uh, we got a nice little note on Twitter here that says Whitney Houston. That is number five. She had four number one hits and spent 18 weeks at number one. So along those lines, maybe Gloria Estefan? Not on the list. Hmm. I swear I'm not popping out my phone to cheat here. But I could potentially go through my uh, my iTunes and find some 90 I'm bands, I'm good. sure. I have like 50,000 songs in my iTunes, it's insane. No, I'm never going to listen to all of them, but you never know. 2-2 Two -two to the plate, swing and a miss, strike three, fastball away from Mang. Another Raising K strikeout for charity, Raising K donating more to the Anderson Humane Society. Why did I take out my phone? My God. My brain is not functioning right now for whatever reason. I'm having one of those days. this list you have to think of famous I'll give you the hint famous women in the 90s Paula Abdul yes first pitch downstairs ball one 
But Nolan early doubled in the second. Boomers maintaining a 1-0 lead on the board. Now I remembered what I opened my phone for. I do not have good short-term memory, folks. And I'm showcasing, apparently, in my lack of knowing 90s that I have very bad long-term memory as well. The 1-0 over the outside corner. I'm just, I'm just showing how good my Wikipedia memory is. <laughs> I could cheat, but that would be too easy. My wife's actually going to see one of these in Vegas in November. 1-1 pitch is down, ball two. Fourth inning, Boomers with a 1-0 lead. No runs, three hits, no errors for Southern Illinois. 1-4-0 on the board for Schaumburg. This is really bothering me. Can you tell? The 2-1. Yes. In the air to short center field, Malazzo angling in and to his right. He'll reel it in, and we're through three and a half. Schaumburg in front, one to nothing. This is Boomers baseball. Bottom of the fourth, Schaumburg in front, one to nothing. I'm Tim Calder with CJ Selner alongside as well from Wintrust Field. Boomers leading by the score of one to nothing. On its 90s night here at Wintrust Field. So, uh, the Spice Girls were just playing. I feel like they had one good album, though. So they probably are not on the list. Correct. Okay. Another hint, eight of the ten artists are women. Or women groups. Women groups. I feel like that's a hint for me. one nothing. Schaumburg in front. Nick Ames leading off. First pitch is outside ball one. We were walking around the league from yesterday. Southern Illinois arrives after losing 8-1 to one to Lake Erie. Pitches away to Ames. Ball two. And that was actually a four-game series, by the way. So they split those four games. Here comes the 2-0. Foul back, 2-1. Two and one. So I got Paula Abdul. That you did. She had Janet Jackson. Which was a hint. Whitney Houston was a Twitter guest, which is correct. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Ames. High off the outside corner ball three. Florence defeating Washington 14-8 as the Yalls salvage the game in the series. Evansville with a 7-1 victory over Gateway. They swept the series. Eliza McNamee, a three-run homer in the first inning for the Otters. They keep Quebec. Swept Joliet with a 10-7 victory yesterday. 3-1 pitch is pounded in the air to right. Early's back, and that is gone. Second homer allowed by Westcott, the third of the season for Ames. Remember when I said he was starting to hit? Yeah, he's starting to hit, my friends. 
He makes it a 2 nothing advantage for the Boomers here in the fourth. Plate is Luke Becker. First pitch to him is outside corner, strike one. All right, I give up. Just give him to me. I'm going to kick myself a few times more, I'm sure. Top 10, Mariah Carey. Oh, the 0 1. Number one. One ball and one strike. Why did I not think of that one? She had 14 number one hits in the 90s. Number two, Janet Jackson with six. Number three, Boys to Men with five. Madonna, fourth, with four. Whitney Houston, fifth, with four. Celine Dion with four, TLC with four, Wilson Phillips with three, Paula Abdul with three. One one, a swing and a miss by Becker as Westcott took something off. One ball and two strikes. I have to tell you, my first ever concert that I went to in the nineteen nineties was the band Silverchair, the one two. Down low with a breaker, two and two to Becker. Boomers extending the lead on a solo homer from Nick Ames. That's the 17th home run of the season by Schaumburg. That is tied for the most in the league. Here comes the 2-2. And it is outside, ball three. Three-two pitch. This one's hit well in the air to left center. It's carrying, banging up against the wall. Becker around first and into second standing with a ringing double. That is his second two-bagger of the year. The third extra base hit of the game for the Boomers. And they've got a runner in scoring position with nobody out. Some arms are heading down to the bullpen for Southern Illinois. Here comes the pitching coach for the Miners, Eric Minshaw. I actually listened to that album Frog Stomp the other day from Silverchair. Because it really took me back to my youth. Is there an album that takes you back to your youth, CJ? An album that takes me back to my youth. If I had to think one, then this is going to be hilarious that I'm going to say this. But it was one of the Baja men's Who Let the Dogs Out albums. I can remember getting the little hugs juices, popping one of those, and running around blasting that on my dad's stereo. Funny story. Uh, a buddy of mine Snapchatted me right before the start of the season that the Baja men happened to be in his town performing a concert and he was going. He's like, of course I have to go. Nick Odo batting, showing bunts. Putting it down out in front of the plate. Westcott charges, picks it up, turns and tosses to first. A sacrifice will move Luke Becker over to third, score it one to three. And there's one out. Clint Hardy to the plate. So another concert that I went to in the 90s. There's no way you're going to remember these bands as Southern Illinois brings the infield in. Not a surf and super drag. It was a 1-2 bill at the Metro in downtown Chicago. You're past my time. Clint Hardy bounced into a fielder's choice in his first visit. The first pitch to him. On the ground to third. Walters looks to his right, freezing the runner and throwing to first in time. Two away. 
Malazzo steps in. He's hit it hard twice in this one. Singled and scored in the first. Line to right in the third. Not a surf. Has become a popular indie band lately as they've kind of reinvented themselves. They had a song called Popular, which was very popular. I see what you did there. First pitch to Malazzo. Outside, ball one. Who else did I see in the 90s? Pearl Jam, obviously. I've never seen Alice in Chains. I really want to see Alice in Chains. Here's the 1-0. Fouled off the mask of the catcher, Marshall Rich. One ball, one strike. And yes, I realize that it's not the original Alice in Chains lineup. Lane Staley has passed on their lead singer. But Jerry Cantrell, who was the backup singer, lead guitarist, and actually wrote much of that music, is uh, still performing under the name Alice in Chains. Never saw Soundgarden either with Chris Cornell. Taking a 90s grunge. One and one the count to Malazzo. Here's the pitch. Inside, ball two. Zach Westcott, a former all-star with Windy City, making his fourth career start against the Boomers tonight. He's 0-1 all-time with a 6.48 ERA. 2-0 Schaumburg, 2-1 to Malazzo. Upstairs with an off-speed delivery, ball three. Trying to think of some other 90s moments. Will, the, bull, the Bulls. The Bulls. Getting jiggy bit with it by Will Smith, one of his, one of my favorite songs. 3-1 to the plates. Malazzo strikes it into the air, left side, onto the lawn, full count. What do you think of uh, the Last Dance documentary, speaking of the Bulls? Loved it. Came out at the absolute perfect time, along with Tiger King. I look back at last year, and I'm like, that's really what occupied my time? It's impressive when you look back at it, and sad in some aspects. Payoff pitch to Malazzo. Off the hands, fouled straight back as he stays alive. 2-0 Schaumburg, fourth inning. Someone's getting a free pizza here at Wintrust Field in a bit. With his big crowd on this Friday night, fireworks after the game, 90s night here at Wintrust Field. The Wintrust Field illuminating above the scoreboard. The 3-2, Malazzo skies this one into the left field corner again and onto the grass. Good battle here by Brett Malazzo. Wind blowing out ever so slightly tonight. Schaumburg in front, two to nothing. Nick Ames has homered here in the fourth. Luke Becker doubled him with sacrifice to third, but he stands at third with two away. Here's the payoff, and it's fouled into the screen again atop the Southern Illinois dugout. Three-two pitch, high to Malazzo, ball four. 
two-out walk. That is the second issued by Zach Westcott. And the Boomers have runners at the corners with two away. Shania Twain, was she in the 90s? So? Garth Brooks is 90s on the countryside, right? Alan Jackson, some of his big hits were in the 90s. I'm trying to cover all gamuts here, TJ. You're doing a good job of it. I was not a 90s country fan, but I do love both Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks. Malazzo at first, Becker at third. Westcott Reddy's first pitch up high to Matt McGarry, ball one. It was McGarry who doubled home Malazzo with the game's first run in inning number one. He's two for two in the contest. Malazzo at first is a threat to move. He does have a stolen base on the year. Don't put it past Jamie Bennett to green light him here. And Westcott paying attention turns and throws to first. Wait, wait, wait. Achy breaky heart. Billy Ray Cyrus. Was that 90s? I think so. You have Brooks and Dunn. You have the beginning of Toby Keith, Alabama. The 1-0. Inside to McGarry. Two balls and no strikes. So for whatever reason, when you pop open the games, Point Streak is not letting you see those scores, but you can see the up-to-date scoreboard. So I'll just kind of quickly walk through some things. Windy City opening a road trip. They lead at Evansville 2-zip. Joliet and Gateway are scoreless in St. Louis in the third. The 2-0 to McGarry is upstairs. Sussex County leads at Tri-City 4-3. That's in the sixth. New Jersey Jackals all over the New York Boulders, 7-1 in the fourth inning. Florence Yalls back at home against the Keep Quebec, leading 6-1. That's in the fourth. And in the fifth, it's Washington blanking Lake Erie, 3-0. 3-0 the count on McGarry. The pitch over the inside corner. Take time all the way for McGarry. Southern Illinois pitching staff collectively with a combined 2.25 ERA over the last 10 games. They allowed six earned runs yesterday. The 3-1. McGarry drives it into right center field. This ball's carrying up against the wall. Becker scores. Malazzo sent around. Thinking three. McGarry head first dive. He's in safely. Well, don't look now, but Matt McGarry is a home run shy of the cycle as he drives in a pair with the triple, turning it into a 4-0 Schaumburg advantage. Chase Dawson stepping in. Waist high set, Westcott throws. First pitch is outside corner, strike one. Boomers have scored three runs here in the fourth. McGarry has knocked in three, the 0-1 pitch. Down low, past the catcher. McGarry is going to sprint in and score easily to make it 5-zip. Boomers looking for a third consecutive victory. It'll be the first time this year that they've won three in a row. And they have a five-run cushion for starter Ryan Middendorf here in the fourth. 
Chase Dawson is 0 for 2. Westcott back to the line. And the 0-1 is lofted to right. Early takes a couple steps back on it, settles underneath. And finally the fourth inning comes to a close, but not before a big frame from the Schaumburg Boomers. Nick Ames leads off with a home run. Matt McGarry triples home two and then scores on a wild pitch. To the fifth, Schaumburg leads 5-0. This is Boomers baseball. Big inning for the Schaumburg Boomers in the fourth, scoring four runs. Nick Ames with a leadoff homer. Matt McGarry tripled in two. And then McGarry crossed the plate on a wild pitch. 5-0 the advantage for Schaumburg. As Southern Illinois comes to the plate in the fifth. Marshall Rich leading off. The catcher struck out swinging back in the second against Ryan Middendorf, the Schaumburg starter and beneficiary of this run support. First pitch over the outside corner, strike one. As Middendorf jumps in front, we're having fun on 90s night. Hope you are as well. Always a ton of fun to be had here at Wintrust Field. Fireworks after the game. We'll have fireworks again tomorrow. It's Looney Tunes night. Here's the 0-1 to Rich. Looper into right. Clint Hardy over to his left. Making the catch. And there's one away here in the fifth inning. CJ is really excited to talk some 90s sports. But uh, before we do that, why don't you go ahead and try and stump me slash our listeners and viewers with the baseball term of the day today. Now i got to find it again. All right. The term of the day, roll block. Does it have anything to do with catchers? By definition in the book, no. Swing and a miss at the first pitch from Ryan Stacy. He struck out swinging in the third. Boomers leading 5-0 in the fifth. Well, then I guess that would have been my guess. I guess that I guess that I guess. Here's the 0-1. The first, behind the bag, it's fair. Nick Ames gloves it and takes it himself. Two up and two down. I think the way it's written in here, I think you could apply it to catchers as well, though. Okay. We are in the fifth inning tonight. Anthony Brocato to the plate, grounded to short. Back in the third. Miners have only three hits against Ryan Middendorf. First pitch to the plate. Down the pipe, strike one call. Middendorf, the big former basketball player. Spent two seasons playing hoops at Division II Lake Erie College in addition to baseball. Here's the 0-1. Outside, a ball and a strike. Okay, run that word by me again, the term, I should say. Roll block. Roll block. Oh, I have another thought. Here's the 1-1. In the air, right side, Hardy and Ames over towards the bullpen. It'll carry onto the grass. One ball, two strikes to count. Okay, I'm thinking, uh, let's say, for example, that you have a closer on your big league team or on your team in general. And there is a prospect who's a closer, but he's not going to get to the big league because his role is blocked by the individual who's on the team currently in that role. One-two to Brocado, down low. Am I am I getting a little closer? 
I really like that definition, but you couldn't be colder. Oh, come on. <laughs> Two outs, fifth inning. Schaumburg in front, 5 nothing. Middendorf throws up high. And a full count to Brocato. Ballpark is buzzing. It's great to see. Baseball's back. Life's slowly returning to normal. Three-two pitch. Ground ball to third, past the dive of Becker. Tucked it right inside the line. Barehanded pick by Dawson holds Brocato to a single. The fourth of the game for the Miners. And they have a two-out base runner here in the fifth. Chuck Jones, Center for Creativity, is Looney Tunes Night tomorrow, presented by Three Monkeys Aardvark Studio. Already talked about the jerseys. The Boomers will be in... Bugs Bunny jerseys, Southern Illinois will be in Elmer Fudd jerseys. Those jerseys will be auctioned off. Swing and a miss by Carson Bartels at the first pitch fastball, 0-1. The jersey auction will benefit the backyard experience in the Chuck Jones Center for Creativity Chicagoland. It's going to be the third time we've had a Looney Tunes night here. The Chuck Jones Center for Creativity Looney Tunes night is always a lot of fun. And there's post-game fireworks tomorrow as well. Visit boomersbaseball.com for tickets. Here's the 0-1. Way going to miss. Nothing in two on Bartels. He's singled in the third. He's one out of two. Brendan Green was very excited to see him. Got an older brother, Jake, and a younger sister, Claire. Here's the 0-2. Off the end of the bat and into the screen. Bartels staying alive. That is not a 90s song, the Bee Gees. That is not. TJ's really excited because he wants to talk 90s sports. Roll block. R-O-L-L. Oh, as opposed to R-O-L-E. 0-2 pitch, just inside. 1-2 and two the count on Bartels. Two outs and a runner at first in the fifth. Schaumburg in front, five to nothing. Well, now that would have really made sense for a catcher. Because if it rolls over and you block it. One, two to the plate. Outside, off the glove of Odo. And into second, moves Brocato. Pass ball, the call. And a runner in the scoring position for Southern Illinois. Bartels attended St. John's University. A two and two count. With a runner in scoring position for just the second time tonight. As the Boomers lead 5-0. Two-two offering. Lofted to short right. Clint Hardy in and to his right. Reaches up and secures the final out of the fifth. We've got God Bless America coming 
as the Boomers lead five to nothing. This is Schaumburg Boomers baseball. We're at the halfway point of the contest. The Schaumburg Boomers have a five to nothing lead over the Southern Illinois Miners. Boomers with five runs on seven hits. Matt McGarry has knocked in three of those five runs. He's a home run shy of the cycle. Nick Ames has homered tonight as well. Zach Westcott still on for Southern Illinois as we head to the bottom half of the fifth. And uh, as we still work on roll blocks, uh, how about from an athletic training perspective, like a foam roller, maybe a block that you roll on to I like loosen up some muscles? Again, I think you're creating good definitions, but it is not according to the baseball Bible. This is why I love doing this, though, because you hear those things, and I can come up with cool things just like that. And maybe my definition is better than the real definition. I think I think the first one with the minor leaguer getting blocked, I think, by far. Okay, what is it? Tell me. I give up. The maneuver by a base runner who tries to disrupt the play of the pivot man at second base by tumbling into the player when a double play is being attempted. Which, of course, is no longer legal. Correct. <laughs> Which involves a catcher because that's where the whole real issue started. Bottom five. Quincy Neporty leading off for Schaumburg as the Boomers lead 5 nothing. First pitch is in for a strike, 0-1. Neporty 1 for 2, single and a strikeout. Looks like the Southern Illinois bullpen might get started here momentarily. The 0-1 pitch is throttled in the air to left, giving chase, and that ball is out of here. Yes, sir. Second homer of the night for the Boomers. The sixth of the season for Neporty. He knocks in his 19th run, and now it is six to nothing. With Angelo Gums circling the plate. Gums is 0 for 2. Righty to righty here. First pitch coming over the inside corner. Strike one. So I know you've been wanting to talk some 90 sports. We brought up the 1990 Bulls dynasty. The 0-1 to Gums, a swing and a miss, nothing and two. I'll never forget uh, when John Paxson hit the shot to win the third title for the Bulls. I was in downtown Chicago. That was kind of cool. And imagine uh, at that point I'm a teenager. The 0-2 to Gums, inside out and down the line and right and hooking fair. Hug the line, stayed fair, bounces over the rail. It'll be a two-bagger for Gums. Back-to-back -back extra base hits to begin the fifth. Wowzers, the Boomers brought their sticks tonight. Here's Nick Ames, who homered to begin the fourth, and there is still no one throwing for Southern Illinois. So what other uh, 90s sports tidbits you got for me? One of the ones that stands out, I like boxing and I like combat sports, so Douglas defeating Tyson is a big one. It's an Olympic year, so I feel like we have to mention 1990s Olympics, right? It wasn't Atlanta 96? 
Nick Ames drives the first pitch into short left. That's going to fall in front of Jared Mang. Gums to third on the play. That's another craft single for Charity. Craft singles donating to Rise Against Hunger. Three straight hits to open the fifth for the Boomers. That was an opposite field knock from Ames. Luke Becker, the batter. Becker doubled and scored in the fourth. Looks like the Miners will finally get that bullpen started. First and third, nobody out. Six-nothing Schaumburg. Double-digit hits for the Boomers tonight. And the first pitch to Becker is over the outside corner, strike one. When talking in the baseball world, 1994 MLB strike is something, I think. When talking 94. Well, one offering is high and in to Becker. One ball and one strike. And there is, as I mentioned, activity in the Southern Illinois bullpen. Now to find my binoculars. See, I am so unorganized right now. They're here, I promise. One one pitch. Sky to left. Mang will just wait for this one to drop into his glove. Gums is gonna tag, he'll score, no throw. Sacrifice fly. And now it is seven to nothing Schaumburg. That is Blake Stelzer in the pen for Southern Illinois. Becker drives in his 12th of the year. Nick Oda to the plate, 0 for 1 with a sacrifice and a strikeout. We're talking about the 1994 players' strike. Yeah, that was memorable, and that was right around my peak baseball fandom, too, as a youngster. I remember being so frustrated when that happened. Canceling a World Series. This didn't even happen during the pandemic last year. First pitch to Nick Odo. Hot shot, right side, gloved by the first baseman. Man, Jerry will step on the bag to double off Ames. He just shrugs and said, what was I supposed to do? On this 90s night at Wintrust Field, Hanson and Umbach blaring. This song drove me absolutely batty as a youth. It is all Schaumburg tonight, a 7 to nothing lead on the board. Boomers have 10 hits in the contest. They have homered twice. I'm Tim Calderwood. C.J. Selner, our official scorer tonight here at Wintrust Field, is alongside as well. C.J., I do enjoy when you get to join the broadcast, my friend. I enjoy being here. Yeltsin Godinho leads off the sixth. He's 0 for 2. What do you got for pitch count on Ryan Middendorf right now? Now you ask a hard question. Ah. Ryan Middendorf. 72 pitches, 48 of those for strikes. All right, all right, all right. Now that's Matthew McConaughey right there. Not half bad. Two, three, and four for Southern Illinois. Middendorf's first pitch is outside ball one. 
Again, Blake Stelzer has been warming in the bullpen for the Miners. Boomers have homered twice. Quincy Meforty and Nick Ames. Here's the 1-0. Over the inside corner, one ball and one strike. This is the fifth time this season that they have hit more than one home run in the game. I'd have to go back and look, but I don't know if that happened five times total in 2019. Here's the 1-1. Breaking ball. We're right at Chase Dawson. He won't have to move. It comes at him for the first out of the six. Uh, since we're talking 90s, I got 1990 Fleer Baseball right here. Let's go, Colonel's card. Dive in. This is the old school wax pack. I told you they're not very nice colors. I like what I see right on top, though. I got a uh, sticker card. Dodgers, Expos, Mets, and Phillies. That's a National League East, right? Ooh, here we go. There's some quizzes on the back of this. Luke Mangieri in. He singled in the fourth. One for two. First pitch is low ball one. True or false, the Expos were the first Canadian team in the Major League. True. You are correct, sir. That'll be our only trivia question from the back of that card. Why not? <laughs> Leave on a high note. 1-0 pitch to Mangieri. Over the outside corner. One ball, one strike. I've got a Paul O'Neill Cincinnati Reds card from 1990. Got 276 for the Reds in 89. 15 homers, 74 knocks in. Uh, here's a good one for you. The players of the decade, Jose Canseco. He's been on an interesting uh, Twitter run over the last few years. 1-1 one, one is into the air, left side. Sprinting over is Becker. Does he have room in the bullpen? Reaches. Did he make the catch yet? Luke Becker putting away the second out of the six. Covering a lot of real estate. Kurt Manwaring, catcher for the Giants. Here's a name I have no idea. Eric Hexel, pitcher for the Red Sox. Two and three with a 6.26 ERA and 89. Jerome Walton, Cubs card. On the rookie of the year, of course, in 89. Hit 293. Five homers, 46 RBIs, 24 stolen bases. Ian Walters takes the first pitch inside, ball one. He's 0 for 2. Ryan Middendorf has pitched a contact. Only three strikeouts, but he has not walked a batter in this one. Here's the 1-0. Sky to left, sticking a contact at Chase Dawson. He's been busy. To his right to make the grab. The 1, 2, 3, 6. Boomers the 7-0 lead. Let's turn it over to the production room. Stelzer on in relief after Zach Westcott allowed seven runs, all earned on ten hits in his five innings of work. A couple of walks and three strikeouts. Westcott on the hook for the loss. Stelzer's third appearance, he's worked two and two-thirds, has not allowed a hit. No walks and five strikeouts. Clint Hardy leads off in the sixth against Stelzer. First pitch to him. A high ball one. 6-3-2-20 for Stelzer out of Lakeville, Minnesota. Joins the Miners from Concordia, St. Paul. The 1-0. Downstairs, two balls and no strikes. Now, CJ, does Concordia, St. Paul take part in the Concordia Invitational every year? They do not. Okay. There's a Concordia Invitational with a Concordia, Chicago, Concordia, Wisconsin, Concordia, Ann Arbor. 2-0, hot shot, left side. 
picked up by Gudinho. Throws to first in time. Nice pick by Gudinho at third. What's the fourth one of those? Concordia, Nebraska, or Seward. Ah, okay. There are a bunch of Concordias. Put it that way. That's, that's the easy way to go with it. B.J. Surhoff in this pack of Colonel's cards, Fleer 1990, with the old school Brewers logo, the glove. Well, kind of what they're using now. Same, just updated colors. First pitch to Brett Malazzo locates for a strike, nothing in one. Malazzo has scored twice. Singled and scored in the first, walked and scored in the fourth. The 0-1, a big swing and a miss. Mike Fetter is the pitcher for the Angels. Three and a third innings in 1989. Doug Baker, second baseman for the Twins. Hit 295 in 43 games. Here comes the 0-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. Malazzo down swinging, two up and two down. Out of the bullpen for Stelzer. Mitch Webster, Cubs card. Blue Jays, Expos, Cubs on the back for Webster. He had a long career. I've got a Gary Ward card with the Tigers. Jack Clark, there's a Frontier League connection. This is a Padres card of Jack Clark. Major League prospects, Rich Monteleone and Dana Williams. Monteleone with the Angels, Williams with the Red Sox. And the first pitch to Matt McGarry is over the inside corner, strike one. McGarry, a home run shy of the cycle. He's three for three. The 0-1 pitch inside. Got that Ray Searage with the Dodgers. Here's a Hall of Famer, Harold Baines, in a Rangers jersey. 89 hits 285 with the Rangers after batting 321 with the White Sox. The 1-1. Fastball outside corner. Nothing in two. The one and two, I should say, on McGarry. And the last one is Tim Wallet. The Expos. There you go. Colonel's cards today. One-two pitch to the plate. Down low. Two balls, two strikes. So maybe you heard Brendan mentioning the uh, Olympic sports of musical chairs. Ha ha ha. Um, 1996 was the Atlanta Olympics. Janet Evans, I remember being really big in swimming at that time, the 2-2. On the ground left side, picked up by Gudinho. He'll rifle across and retire his counterpart. Through six, the Boomers have a 7-0 lead. This is Boomers baseball. Seventh inning, Schaumburg in front, 7-0 tonight. Opening the six-game homestand. Ryan Middendorf has allowed just four hits and only four total base runners. Jared Mang leads off the seventh. First pitch to him is a fastball in ball one. Mang is 0 for 2 with the ground out of the strikeout. Middendorf with the 1-0 to the plate. Lined in the air to deep left field. Best contact against Middendorf. It's going to one-hop off the wall over the head of Dawson. But a good play by Dawson forces Mang to hold with a single. Dawson recognized that was over his head and positioned himself perfectly to play the carom, holding Mang to just a long single. Only the second time in the game that the leadoff man has been on base for Southern Illinois. 
Boomers with a 7-0 lead as Nolan Early steps in. Von Viga is coaching at first for Southern Illinois. Former manager with Windy City, back in the league this year, assisting Mike Pinto. Tom Carcione is the hitting coach. He's over at third. Early doubled in the second. He's one of only two base runners to reach second base against Ryan Middendorf. Matt McGarry shifted to his left up the middle. Not quite directly behind second base. Here's the 0-1. Outside, a ball to strike. I talked to Jamie Bennett about the shift, and he said, you know, we've got a lot of data and information. We're going to use it. And then he says, of course, as a pitcher, I would be the one who gets frustrated if the ball goes where a defender should have been. But he says, we're in that age now. 1-1 pitch, sharply hit to Gums. Quick turn to second one. McGarry on to first double play. 4-6-3. Bases clear two away here in the seventh. With Schaumburg leading 7-0. And I think I was talking, I don't know if it was with you before the game or if it was with someone down on the field. I think it was with someone down on the field. That it is cool to see finally some of the advanced analytics and metrics making their way into the Frontier League. Marshall Rich is 0 for 2. The pitch from Middendorf lined through the right side of the infield, a base hit, and it's the first time in this contest where Southern Illinois has posted more than one hit in an inning against Middendorf. But in this case, a double play erased the first hit. Six hits for the Miners. Runner at first with Ryan Stacy to the plate. We missed an opportunity there. Stacy's 0 for 2. First pitch from Middendorf. On the ground, up the middle, he'll beat the shift into center field. Rounding second, chugging for third is Rich. He's in standing. That is the first base runner to reach third for Southern Illinois against Ryan Middendorf. And they've gotten aggressive against him here in the seventh. Three hits in the inning. Nick Odo pops up from behind the plate. Connor Reed prances out of the dugout for a venture to the hill. If you didn't join us early today on Frontier League TV, I sat with Jamie Bennett quickly and had him give me his keys to the series and to the game. And we're going to do that moving forward for every contest. Tomorrow I'll sit down with Connor Reed and get his thoughts and see what he thinks is the biggest thing the Boomers will need to do in game two of this series, where Southern Illinois has yet to announce a starter. Schaumburg will send Kyle Arjona to the hill tomorrow night. It's 7-0 Schaumburg this evening. Middendorf hit hard for the first time in the game. Runners at first and third with two away, and Anthony Brocato steps in. Brocato singled in the fifth. Chest high set for Middendorf, first offering. Breaking ball, cut on a miss, strike one. Looks like Christian Scott starting to throw for Schaumburg in the right field corner. 
Here's the 0-1. In there for strike two. Crowd chanting, let's go, Boomers. Here's the 0-2 outside. There was a very vocal group of youngsters last night at Hozinga Field cheering on Windy City late. First and third with two away. Seventh inning, Schaumburg with a 7-0 lead. Tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, the Boomers and Miners meet again. Chuck Jones Center for Creativity, Looney Tune night. Swing and a miss, strike three. A Raising Cane strikeout for charity. Raising Cane's donating to the Anderson Humane Society. Fourth strikeout of the game, $20 tonight, $4.75 on the year. We stand and stretch. This is Boomers Baseball. One change for Southern Illinois as we head to the bottom of the seventh. John Cable has entered the game. Cable is playing first base. Chase Dawson, Quincy Neporti, and Angelo Gums against Blake Stelzer, who worked a 1-2-3 sixth. Schaumburg in front 7-0 tonight. Dawson is 0-3. You would love to change that here. First pitch. Inside corner, strike one. Post-game fireworks tonight. Post-game fireworks tomorrow as well. The 0-1 down. Chuck Jones Center Creativity for Looney Tunes Night presented by Three Monkeys Aardvark Studio tomorrow. Special Looney Tunes jerseys for both teams to benefit the backyard experience and the Chuck Jones Center for Creativity Chicagoland. Here's the 1-1 over the inner third. Strike two to Dawson. They're challenging him in. On Sunday, it's Father's Day. It'll be a baseball cap giveaway for the first 1,000 fans thanks to Illinois Bone and Joint Institute. Additionally, it's Family Day presented by Wintrust Community Banks. Here's the 1-2. Dawson stays alive by fouling it into the netting. Up to six tickets for 40 bucks and pregame catch on the field. Windy City's in town Tuesday for Educators Appreciation Night, presented by The Tomorrow War, available worldwide on Amazon Prime Video July 2nd. The 1 2, a little bouncer, first base side off the hill. It's Stelzer jogging to first. And he's retired all four batters that he has faced. It's also a $1 hot dog night. Wednesday, ballpark bingo. Enjoy baseball-themed bingo. Plus, it's an all-you-can-eat Wednesday. All-you-can-eat hot dogs, peanuts, and popcorn for only 10 bucks. Bark in the park on Thursday. Bring your furry friends for a day at the ballpark. And it's pint night, presented by Versity. Here's Quincy Neporti, who homered in his last at-bat. His sixth long one of the year. He's two out of three in the ball game. The first pitch coming. Breaking ball, hot shot, left side foul. Have I mentioned that he is really squaring up everything? My gosh. Boomers with a 7-0 lead tonight. Let's quickly wrap you around the Frontier League again. Windy City doubling up Evansville 4-2 in the fifth. Neporti shoots the 0-1 into the air right side out of play. Nothing in two. Gateway on top of Joliet, 2-0. That's in the fifth. Sussex County leads at Tri-City, 5-2. The New York Boulders coming back at home, down 7-5 to New Jersey in the sixth. After trailing 7-1 in that game. Here's the 0-2 to Neporti. 
just outside. Florence all over Equipe Quebec, leading 10-2 in the fifth. And Washington with a 5-2 advantage in the seventh at home against Lake Erie. 1-2 pitch. Deporti puts a charge into this one in the air to deep left. This ball is back. It is deep, and it is gone, and Deporti knew it. Wow. Quincy didn't even move from the right-handed batter's box. That was one of the longest stare downs I've seen in a while. And that ball was in the air for a long time as well. My only question was, was it going to be fair? Neporty homers for the second time. And it's now an 8-0 lead for the Boomers. Three home runs tonight after the Boomers hit three home runs yesterday. Neporty registers the second multi-home run game of the year. He joins Luke Becker in that department. Angelo Gums to the plate. First pitch. Gums with a comebacker to the mound. Cradled by Stelzer. He'll jog to first and underhand for the out. Two away. As the Boomers hold an 8-0 lead on the second home run from Quincy Neporti. First pitch is down low to Nick Ames, ball one. Ames with two hits. He's been aboard three times. A home run, a walk, and a single. The 1-0. Lined through the right side of the infield. That is his third hit. My goodness. It's another craft single for charity. Craft singles donating to Rise Against Hunger. Up to $670 now. Five singles in the contest. Marshall Rich out to the mound to talk with Stelzer. No action in the pen. Boomers had Christian Scott working. Ryan Middendorf is just over 90 pitches. Luke Becker at the plate. First pitch coming. Over the inside corner, strike one. Becker doubled in the fourth. He's also lifted a sack fly. It is all Schaumburg tonight in the opener of this series. The 0-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing in two. Oh, two to the plates. Up high, one ball and two strikes. Boy, it's going to be a tough decision tonight for the J. Krug player of the game a little bit later. I mean, Matt McGarry has knocked in three runs. He's singled, doubled, and tripled. Quincy Neporty with three hits, two home runs. Nick Ames, three hits, including a homer. Ryan Middendorf, seven shutout innings. The one-two to Becker. A little bit down, two balls, two strikes. I mean, I think I'm leaning Matt McGarry right now simply because he kind of jump-started things for the Boomers today in both cases with his double in the first and his triple in the fourth. The 2-2 pitch. 
Becker skies one to center field. Pretty deep, but Brocato has room to his right just shy of the track. Put it away. And as we go to the eighth, Schumberg with an eight to nothing lead. This is Boomers Baseball. Eight to nothing, Schaumburg with the lead. Ryan Middendorf is still on. Christian Scott was throwing, but there is no action down in the left field corner currently. Southern Illinois does have a lefty in their bullpen. The Boomers have scored in four different innings tonight. Carson Bartels leads off, takes the first pitch. It called strike from Middendorf, 0-1. Bartels is one for three. Kyle Arjona starts for Schaumburg tomorrow. Here's the 0-1. Down and away, a ball and a strike. Fireworks after the game. I see the fire truck has just arrived. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Outside, ball two. Top three in the lineup for Southern Illinois. Here's the 2-1 from Middendorf. Into the air, right side and out of play. That's Nolan Early, a position player in the bullpen for Southern Illinois. Here's the 2-2. Inside full count. Now you can understand it from the Southern Illinois perspective. They're TBA tomorrow. They did have a double header already this week. But that could make CJ's job fun. It's always fun. <laughs> Here comes the 3 2 offering. On the ground into the hole, left side, and sneaking through. Bartels with his second hit of the game. Local product gets a nice round of applause from those who have made the venture to watch him. I was talking to Southern Illinois broadcaster Jason Garrett before the contest. He said, yeah, the pass list is going to be full of names for Carson Bartels. No surprise there. Yeltsin Godinho to the plate. Southern Illinois with eight hits. Middendorf kicks and fires, swing and a miss at the first pitch, 0-1. Goudinho's 0 for 3, he's flied out three times. Twice to left, once to center. All boomers tonight. Here's the 0-1. Inside. One ball, one strike. Big thanks to Rotary Club of North Chicago. Helping us turn back the clock to the 90s. A 1 1 to the plates. Breaker down and away. Two balls and a strike. The Dave Matthews band started late in the 90s. I was thinking about my favorite 90s acts, and Pearl Jam was obviously at the front of that list, but. For me, Dave Matthews was more 2000s. I started following Dave late 1990s, but really got into him in the 2000s. And by I got into him, I mean that was the point where I was seeing him more than once a summer in different cities, in some cases. The 2-1, inside ball three. What was your favorite musical venue? 
Yeah, it still is Alpine Valley. I'm pretty jealous. Uh, a couple of buddies of mine went to go see a concert at Red Rocks this summer. I would love to see a concert there. Maybe Madison Square Garden I'd like to see as far as an indoor venue goes. The 3-1 to the plates popped up into short left. McGarry pointing it out for Dawson, who reads in and to his left to put away the first out. 8-0, Schaumburg in front, top of the eighth. John Cable to the plates. Cable entered defensively. I don't know why Shane Cannon is pointing him in when he's already been in the game. Okay. Just making sure we're paying attention. He pointed him into the game during the last inning and made sure that everyone saw that. Cable, the left-handed hitter off the bench for Southern Illinois. First delivery from Middendorf over the outer edge, strike one. I think that's Christian Scott in the pen for the Boomers. Oh, one pitch is a little bit down, one ball and one strike. Yeah, it is. I thought I saw a two on his jersey for some reason, and I was like, wait, that can't be. Maybe he just had a wrong jersey today, but it is Christian Scott. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Swing and a miss strike, too. I mean, Mittendorf has kept this Southern Illinois team off balance all night long. The only threat they had was in the seventh. Another impressive start for the man that Connor Reed told me the Boomers knew they wanted at the Frontier League draft from the first pitch he threw. Here's the one-two. Swung out and missed strike three. Strikeout number five for Middendorf. That's another Raising Cane strikeout for charity. Raising Cane's donating to the Anderson Humane Society. $25 tonight. Ian Walters batting. Walters, a left-handed hitter. First pitch. Breaker outside corner, strike one. I feel like a long time ago we brought up the 96 Olympics, but uh, of course that was the, uh, the bombing. Here's the 0-1. Swung out and missed, strike two. I read a book and watched multiple movies on that, actually. I want to say the movie came out maybe last year. Yes. I forget the na exact name of it, though. Listen to the crowd. Love it. O2 pitch is fouled back. We've covered a lot of different things, but what, what movies stand out to you from the 90s? Oh, you know what? Uh, Richard Jewell, by the way, was the name of the movie and uh, the individual who was falsely accused of that bombing back in 1996. 
Uh, I was just watching Speed in the hotel when we were in Evansville. So definitely that one. Here's the 0-2. Ground ball to the right side. Angelo Gums to his left. Tosses to first. A leadoff single for Bartels, but he's stranded. Boomers will bat, leading 8 to nothing. when we come back. This is Schaumburg Boomers Baseball. Well, Brendan Green is very confused. He can't find the pitcher on the roster for Southern Illinois because it's not a pitcher. It's a position player, Nolan Early, who comes in from right field to pitch. Anthony Brocato slides from center to right. And entering the ball game in center field, Ethan Owens. Those are the changes for the Miners, who will no longer have a DH. John Cable, of course, came in defensively for the Miners in the bottom half of the seventh. Nick Odo, Clint Hardy, Brett Malazzo to face Nolan Early. Ryan Middendorf is over 100 pitches. I doubt Jamie Bennett sends him out for the ninth. Eight to nothing, Schaumburg. First pitch to Odo is down low, ball one. Christian Scott seems like he's ready to go down in the right field corner. Here comes the 1-0. Way upstairs, two balls and no strikes to count. Well, as is the case when a position player comes in, you always have to say, hey, has this guy pitched previously? Here's the 2-0 to Odo, down and away. Three balls and no strikes. And in the case of Nolan Early, he actually threw three times for Milwaukee in 2019, working four innings. And he pitched once for Southern Illinois back in 2018. But he'll walk or he'll walk uh, Nick Odo on four pitches. As the Boomers lead this contest eight to nothing. Clint Hardy steps to the plates. Hardy's 0 for 3. Early, ready, first pitch coming. Inside to Hardy, ball one. Fireworks after the contest. Been a quick moving ball game tonight, knock on wood. You had to say it. I know. It's okay. Here's the 1-0. Upstairs, two balls and no strikes. Last night was about three hours and 14 minutes. So we were talking about 90s movies and I brought up speed. Uh, I think Austin Powers was in the 90s. Does that sound right? We just watched Austin Powers on the bus ride from Evansville. Hardy puts a charge into this one. It is deep in the air to left. That baby is back. And slap your tonsils, it's out of here. First of the year for Hardy. Fourth of the game for the Boomers, and it's now 10 to nothing. <laughs> I've been waiting for that all year. <laughs> that one's for you, Hardy family. I had that one saved up all season when I saw Clint Hardy was coming back. <laughs> And how much I enjoyed that barbecue sauce. Brett Malazzo bats. First pitch to him is way outside ball one. Malazzo has scored twice today. Let off the game with a single. 
and scored on a double from Matt McGarry. I think we're missing the fact with that great call of yours that that ball cleared the scoreboard. <laughs> 1-0. Jibble to the right side. Cable picks it up, and Malazzo's going to beat it out. Hustles up the line. Early was a little slow to get over. And that's the second hit for Brett Malazzo tonight. Another single, a craft single for charity. Craft singles donating to Rise Against Hunger. Here's Matt McGarry. He's a home run shy of the cycle. Could happen, right? Clint Hardy's gone deep here in the eighth inning. The Boomers have now scored in five different frames and hold a 10-0 advantage on the board. They have 13 hits. Alberto Schmidt is also throwing down in the right field corner. He may enter behind the plate for the first time. First pitch to Matt McGarry is up, ball one. I don't know what to call these because you never know how hard a pitcher actually throws. There's been situations where people have been calling a fastball a changeup or a changeup a fastball. Here's the 1-0. Down and in and uh, unable to find it is Marshall Rich. Brett Malazzo will just take the stroll to second base on the wild one. It's not like I have a scouting report on a position player to tell you how hard he would throw normally. If this is if it, this is the as good a moment as any for McGarry, just kind of let a couple rip here. He's knocked in three in the game. The 2-0 finds the outside corner. Two and one. Yeah, I, I think his fastball is about 77. 80 miles an hour at most. It's great BP speed. That one was at 75, and the radar gun's not 100% accurate. But this one's hit in the air to deep left. Back it goes. McGarry has hit for the cycle. Listen to that ovation as Brendan Green announces the completion of the cycle. A double in the first, a single in the third, a triple in the fourth, and a two-run homer here in the eighth. 12 to nothing, Schaumburg. Well, now there's no doubt. Yeah, it's done. Matt McGarry is our J. Krug player of the game. I can go ahead and name it now. Chase Dawson at the plate fouls the first pitch into the netting, 0-1. I mean, as you say, it's pretty much batting practice right now. It's a risky run with a position player out there. And Quincy Newporty pitched for the Boomers on opening night, but he worked a 1-2-3 inning with a strikeout. Here comes the 0-1. This is hit well in a right center field, but it's going to hang for the new center fielder, Owens, over to make the grab. And there's one away. A couple of home runs for Schaumburg here in the eighth. It is the first time that the Boomers have hit more than one home run in an inning this year. Nick Ames has homered. Quincy Neporti, who's stepping to the plate, has homered twice. Clint Hardy has homered, and Matt McGarry has homered. McGarry has hit for the cycle. Three hits for Neporti in the contest. As I mentioned, he's homered twice. First pitch over the inside corner, strike one. Question came in right away. Is that the first cycle in team history? No, it's not. Justin Vasquez hit for the cycle previously. It might be only the second cycle in team history, though. Here's the 
He portis throttles this one to center. Did he just hit a third home run? It is to deep center field, and on the track, Owens puts it away. That's the deepest part of the park. Neporti actually shaking his head. He knows he just missed what would have been his third home run of the night. That, that makes it a close argument to be hits that I, you'd still have to give the player of the game to the cycle, but three home runs is not a common thing to see either. No, that would have matched the team in league record. And we've got a pinch hitter here. It's going to be Alec Craig batting for Angelo Gums. A 12-0 Schaumburg lead. Craig hitting 159 on the season. No homers, seven knocked in. Again, I think in the bottom of the inning, we're going to see a new pitcher and a new catcher for the Boomers. First pitch to Craig. Up high, ball one. Angelo Gums was one for four with a double and a run. Lefty to lefty as Craig waits, the 1-0. Hot shot, right side, diving attempt. It's past Bartels and into the outfield. Alec Craig is on base. He's a perfect nine out of nine in stolen bases, but I can guarantee you he's not taken off here. It's another Kraft Singles for charity, donating to Rise Against Hunger. Nick Ames is the eighth batter of the inning, and he has yet to be retired tonight. Three hits and a walk. Matt McGarry is hit for the cycle. He's driven in five, which is the most runs driven in in a game this year. First pitch to Ames down in the dirt, blocked by Marshall Rich. Alec Craig remains stationary at first base. Miners won't even bother holding him on. Team high, five home runs tonight for Schaumburg. Here's the 1-0. High off the outside corner, two balls and no strikes. 12 to nothing, Schaumburg. The 2-0. Line the other way, waiting for it, Gudinho. Backs up, plays it on a hop. His throw to first, two hops its way in. Good stretch by Cable. And we'll go to the ninth, but not before a big eighth inning featuring a pair of two-run homers, including Matt McGarry's second of the year as McGarry hits for the cycle. 12-0 our score. To the ninth we go. This is Boomers Baseball. Changes for the Schaumburg Boomers as we head to the ninth with the Boomers leading by the score of 12-0. Matt McGarry has hit for the cycle. McGarry, no doubt, our J. Krug player of the game tonight. Christian Scott is on in relief in place of Ryan Middendorf, who threw 110 pitches in eight innings. Did not allow a run, did not walk a batter, struck out five. Alec Craig stays in the game at second base. And now behind the plates in his Schaumburg debut, Alberto Schmidt. Twelve nothing, boomers in front. First pitch to Jared Mang is a fastball over the inside corner from Christian Scott, 0-1. Appearance number five for Scott. He's 0-1 on the season. Four innings. Three walks. The 0-1. Inside a ball and a strike. Mang with a base hit in the seventh. I mean, Southern Illinois had consistent base runners against Ryan Middendorf, but they couldn't do anything with them. 
The 1-1 is fouled off the mask of the new catcher, Schmidt. One ball, two strikes. What'd you say, CJ? 73 strikes in that 110 pitches? That is correct. That is, uh, that's something right there. Let's look at the hits for the Miners. How many of them came with two outs? Five of their eight. Nice play by Ames at first. He'll take it to the bag. Jared Mang is retired. And there's one out here in the ninth with the Boomers leading by the score of 12 to nothing. We are going to stream the fireworks tonight, I understand. Nito Keto. It is all Schaumburg in the opener of this homestand. Twelve runs on sixteen hits. Nolan Early bats as the pitcher and takes the first pitch down from Christian Scott, one and zero. Scott from Pasadena, California, first year pro. The pitch to Early up high. I think it's two and zero. Scoreboard has it as one and one. Did you count that first pitch as a strike or a ball? I have a ball. I did not see Shane Cannon flinch behind the plate. So I'm going 2-0. We'll see who's right. Scott deals. That's a strike. Shane Cannon's not going to signal the count. <laughs> Again, I'm going 2-1. Here's the pitch from Scott. Up high. Ball three. Marshall Rich on deck for Southern Illinois. Here's the 3-1. Swing and a miss. Nope. See? Scoreboard was right. Apparently the first pitch was a strike. It's a swing and a miss. I didn't see Shane Cannon flinch, but uh, I might have looked away a little too soon. First strikeout for Scott. He's retired the first two batters to come to the plate here in the ninth as the Boomers lead 12-zip. And that, friends, is another Raising Cane strikeout for charity. Raising Cane's donating to the Anderson Humane Society with the sixth strikeout of the night by the Schaumburg staff. A night which has belonged to the offense, and that's an understatement. Five homers for the Boomers in this one. Marshall Rich takes the first pitch. It's in. Ball one. I know for sure that's at least the second cycle in franchise history. I feel like there was one more, but I'll have to go back and look. Here's the 1-0. Bowed into the screen. Matt McGarry completing the cycle with a two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth. Schaumburg with 16 hits on the scoreboard tonight. There's a lot more fun coming after the game. Big crowd tonight ready for fireworks. Here's the 1-1. Foul back, strike two. In the on-deck circle is Ethan Owens. He would bat should Rich find a way on. Rich singled against Ryan Middendorf in the seventh. Scott trying to finish it off. The one-two inside. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Same two tomorrow. Southern Illinois will try to put this one in the rear view. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. Strike three, call, ball game over. Chalk it up, Boomers win. Another Raising K strikeout for Charity ends the game. 
as Raising Cane's donates to the Anderson Humane Society. 12-0 the final score on a night in which the Boomers connected on five home runs and Matt McGarry hit for the cycle. Winning pitcher Ryan Middendorf, he picks up his second win of the year.